Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're back for another week. Uh, of really just a, a lot of excitement has I mean, been it's going the middle, on in the background. It's the middle of the week, Clint. That's well, what I mean. It's well, not the... We're, well, that's true. It's, that's how much it's, excitement's been going on. It just, that it feels new. It feel it does feel new, but it is it is Tuesday after all. We we were back for another week yesterday, but now yesterday. now we're we're back for we're another back, day. We're back still. We're still we're back. back. We're still back. Yes, it's absolutely it's absolutely right. There's a lot of excitement going on. There's a lot of things happening in the world, um, and we're well, we're one of them. Yeah, that's one of the I things. I, I don't really care about the world. I care about things. If the world is UGA. Then, mm. then sure. If that's how Correct. you define world, that's what I care about. That's right. So if you're looking yep. for a break from the world, and yep. by the world, I don't, I don't care what you mean. You, you mean politics, coronavirus, whatever. Sure. Like we're, whole thing. We will. We're not that. So, mm. you know, if there's ever been a, a reason to leave us five stars, we're not. <laughs> we're not the coronavirus. Is that we're what you're, not? The, we're not the friggin' coronavirus, and so. Well, I mean, listen. We don't bar. claim to be much. We don't claim to be much. We are, we are Georgia fans, um, and we're not the coronavirus. So no, that's, and that's you know. I just heard Fulton County actually has two confirmed cases of coronavirus. So guess what? As you go on the pandemic crises and you mm-hmm. freak out, go ahead, mm-hmm. subscribe to the podcast, and get mm-hmm. get comfy. Put those slippers you're gonna, on. You're going to be hunkered down. You're going to be hunkered down anyway. Might as well listen to us as your are here because we're here, here, here to talk week. about that. That's also, it. Five days a week. Also, um, just want to welcome to the podcast the two of you who have the coronavirus. <laughs> just we're we're glad you're here. <laughs> Look, um, that Italian vacation, not, not the smartest thing. Not not worth it. But do us a favor. Don't um, don't put yourself in proximity to any other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just keep on listening to the podcast. It's no big we got, deal. We got a lot to talk about this week, the rest we of do. the week, and we're excited for today. Uh, if you haven't found out, Daniel and I are not taking ourselves too seriously as insiders or gurus. We take ourselves very seriously of being fans just like you. That's right. This podcast is a, is a place for fans to talk about things that fans want to talk about. It's for fans, by fans. Uh, and so if you're a Georgia fan, you're in the right place. If um, uh, if you like the show, we are glad that you're here. We're glad that you're listening. You can subscribe to the show. That helps us out a lot. You can uh, tell a friend about the show. You can leave us a rating or a review um, uh, on Apple Podcasts or whatever the podcast app of your choice is. Um, uh, yeah, we're happy to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And, I mean, I think you can pretty much download the show. I don't know. You can download it pretty much anywhere. So whatever it is that you are listening yep. to it on, um, uh, just leave us a rating there. Leave us a review, and uh, we appreciate it. Share the show with a friend uh, on the social medias or in person or, you know, just through your hazmat suits that you're wearing to work you could just sign to your friend what you're listening to in your headphones any of that and all of that is helpful for us well as clint said we're here five days a week and uh today's tuesday we've got stuff to talk to you about we didn't we didn't even get to the basketball we we had a whole episode yesterday and we didn't even mm-hmm. get to the basketball game over the weekend so we are going to touch on that the win against arkansas 
and um, maybe a little bit of future basketball talk, and then we're going to get to um, kind of cleaning up some messes and putting out some fires and responding to some of you all and some things that you have uh, reached out to us about. Um, so where should we start, Clint? Should we start with basketball today? We should. That, that seems the most logical choice, Daniel. Let's do that. Big win against uh-huh. um, Arkansas. Uh, Georgia is not going to make the NCAA tournament, and no. I guess they've just taken it on themselves to make sure that no one else does either. That's now you know, their Playing their spoiler thing. is not a bad thing, Daniel. It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Uh, Arkansas came in feeling pretty good about themselves. They left Athens after giving up 99 points to Anthony Edwards and Hello. company. Um, Clint, what are? Let me just ask you this question first of all. Are these are these meaningless wins? Because there are some Georgia fans out there who are going to say, "Yeah, this is fine. We won a game. Big deal." But it's a meaningless win. What do you have to say about that? Well, I guess the the clarity would need to be: is the win meaningless, or is the game meaningless? Is the record meaningless, or is the game meaningless? Okay. Because I answer those in two Elaborate. The, the record means nothing. Guys, look. Okay. If you're still counting wins, good for you. Like, truly. Okay. Good, good for you. The game is not meaningless, and watching is not meaningless. And the victory for these young the the feelings. So, so is winning as a record count? No, I, whatever. Winning as in getting the confidence of these players up? Absolutely. That is crucial. So, stop looking at the record, again, because we're not making the tournament. And nothing we say or do will ever do that. I suppose wins matter if you got a over-under bet going. I guess some side action well, before okay. the season, Daniel. So that's 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 not nothing. That's, that's not, not nothing. nothing. But victories are counting. <laughs> victories are counting uh, for the confidence and the emotional maturity of these players. Yes. Let me give you two reasons that these wins matter, Clint. As um, we got Florida game coming up tomorrow. We have we finish out the season with LSU and then we go to Nashville uh, for the SEC tournament. Um, last time we were in Nashville, by the way, mm-hmm. worked out okay for mm-hmm. the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, so who knows what can happen there? Let me give you two reasons why these wins are not meaningless. The first is uh, these are the last days of Anthony Edwards in Athens, and um, he's real good at basketball, y'all. He is. He, can play. he is real good. At basketball, and I don't want to hear any of y'all complaining about Anthony Edwards and not making the NCAA tournament. I'm disappointed that we're not going to make the NCAA tournament as well. But Anthony Edwards' legacy mm-hmm. at the University of Georgia is going to go well beyond his playing career at the University of Georgia. You understand what I'm saying? He's going to have a greater impact after he leaves Georgia mm-hmm. in the impact that he puts the. The, the name recognition that he puts on the brand of Georgia basketball. He's going to have a greater impact in the long term. I know that doesn't necessarily help you now, but this it matters that Anthony Edwards continues to play well, is going to be the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. That kind of thing matters for Georgia long term, so don't lose sight of that. And second reason that it matters is because the NIT really matters for this team. We are... Um, in a position to potentially make the NIT, I think we need to win at least a couple more games. At least one more regular season game, and then at least one game in Nashville in the SEC tournament. But this team needs to make the NIT, Clint, 
because they all these freshmen need to continue to practice and continue to play games. That is only going to help us moving forward in the future. And so every win That's 100% true. does matter for the future of Georgia basketball because there are eight freshmen on this team not named Anthony Edwards, and they are all going to be back next year, and they are all getting better with each and every practice. So every win is a good win because it's one win closer to the NIT. And um, like it or not, Georgia fans, that's what we're cheering for at this point. Uh, that's it. That's all I got to say about the Arkansas game. I mean, it was good. It was, it was fun. good. It was a lot of fun, fun to watch, truth be told. A lot of points being scored. Hey, we're going to come back right after this. Daniel, where, where else you want to go? I want to I want to take a minute and I want to just as we get towards the end of the season, before we get before it gets away from a spring practice starts up and we get all into football, I want to take a minute. Okay. I want to do a little a little look ahead to next season because that's where we are with the basketball team, as we said before. I want to do a little way too early look ahead here. Ooh, way way too early. Um, as previously mentioned, Anthony Edwards good at basketball. Very. Anthony Edwards leading this team in scoring by a wide margin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, my question to you, Clint, is a simple one, and it is as follows. Mm. Who leads the 2020-2021 UJ basketball team, next year's UJ basketball team? Who leads that team in scoring? Gosh, Daniel. This is, this is a question upon all questions um, because you look at our, our team in years past, Daniel. It, has there been just prolific scores bouncing out of Athens on the basketball court in droves? Uh, I wouldn't say in droves, no. no. I wouldn't say in droves. Okay, they're kind of, they'll hit, they get top five pick or top ten pick. There's been four of them in our, our history. Then comes along somebody like Ant-Man, who is the definitive scorer of scores. Just get the ball in his hands. He's going to find a way to get it. And then we go to next year, and Daniel, I, I don't see that guy currently on the team. Just when you need a bucket, you're going to get a bucket. Okay. I, I mean, I'll just – you. that is accurate. There is no Anthony Edwards on this team right. for so, sure. So what we're talking about – Somebody has to lead this I, team in scoring. Right. <laughs> right. So normally you just look at it and you're like, mm, that's the bucket getter. He's going to get a bucket. Let's, let's give it to him, see what happens. But when you're talking about uh, who's going to lead the team in scoring, I think there's a there's – a, savage amount of people that it could be it's absolutely true that's what makes the question so interesting to think about next year and i think there there will be there'll be a group of people that'll be bunched together but i want to know who's going to be at the top right of that so list. with that being said since it is not definitively clear above uh this makes it fascinating and i don't know if we're gonna have the same answer but daniel uh it's kamara kamara is going to be the leader and points for this team next year on a per-game basis. Kamara. To Monty Kamara. He's going to continue to excel in the in the range. He's going to get higher percentage buckets. He's going to continue to accentuate that field goal percentage. And I think to Monty Kamara, with a couple more threes under in his repertoire, a couple more spots on the floor, uh, getting a little bit more hustle, will be the one leading this team in scoring next year. What say you? I, I don't think Tumani Kamara is a terrible choice. I believe on an earlier episode of the podcast, I I said that I thought Christian Brown was going to lead his team in scoring next year. You did. 
Um, I thought that's. What, I, yeah, like, I thought that was going to be the first thing out of your mouth. You were going to be dead set on. I would. I would like to officially re- retract that statement. <laughs> okay, it's off the I minutes. Like, I would like to just DeAndre Baker backpedal that thing <laughs> right out of existence. The whiteout just, has come out and it's yep. gone. Stricken from the record. I. Uh, I just. Christian Brown is going to figure it out one day. I hope it's not in Latvia or somewhere where he's playing professional basketball in five years. Um, He's going to, he's going to figure it out one day. Um, Don't act like you can't make good money going to Latvia and playing professional basketball. I didn't say you can't make good money. I'm sure you can make good money. Um, Christian Brown still looks like a newborn giraffe when he's out there running around on the court. He just, I I can't. I think the answer is going to be Rayshon Hammonds, Clint. I think, I think Rayshon's going to lead the team to score <laughs> next year. I mean, did you see the way he came out against Arkansas? How frustrating is it when Rayshon Hammonds comes out and just looks absolutely confident and looks absolutely dynamite on the basketball yeah. court? It's so it's beyond freaking fun. frustrating. It's, it's just, beyond fun when that's the case. When it's not the case, you're just wanting to throw things. I want to throw things when it is the case because I all I'm sitting there thinking is where have you been? Like what have you been doing? Why have you not been here? Um, I'm not going to go with either of those two guys. Oh. I believe the guy that's going to lead the team in scoring next year is Severe Wheeler. I think I think um, it's going to be the little man okay. Severe Wheeler. Okay, the, I, d- I do. Caliente, you did not give me any fair warning before that. Nope. That was you just dropped that on me. I'm like, coming out with it. That's holy right. Holy jeez. Severe right. Wheeler. I think Severe Wheeler is going to be a 40-plus percent three-point shooter next year. Oh. I think oh. he's going to really work on that area, that aspect of his game. I think there's going to be more point guard help in Athens next year because of the recruiting class that we got coming in. Uh, a kid by the name of Katie Johnson, I think, is uh-huh. going to play quite a bit. Junior college kid by the name of Mikhail Starks, um, I think, is going to come in and be uh, potentially able to play. There's going to be more potential ball handlers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Severe Wheeler's ability to get to the rim, it, you know, he had a dip there in SEC play, but I think he's he he's he's potentially going to be able to recover it. I like I like Severe Wheeler. Okay. I think there's going to be I think there's going to be at least four guys who average double figures. Now, next season. what's the percentage chance that the leading scorer of this team is not currently on the roster? Give me a percentage chance that that's the case. Uh five or less. Yeah. I, it's not. It's low. I mean, this is not a. This is not a. This is a very good recruiting class. Uh, that we have coming in. It's four guys right now, could be added to, but this is not a recruiting class where I think you're going to see, I think you will see a couple guys come in and play immediately, but I do not believe that you're going to see, that you're going to see a guy come in and lead the team in scoring. Yeah, uh, excited this. for this recruiting. Excited for what Kareem's got going on, but do not believe somebody's coming in and is going to be a baller from day one. I, I agree with that. Just to be clear, this team has two players that average over ten points a game. I think mm-hmm. next year it could be five players that average over starting 10 five a game. is, is so, or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five deep. I, I, 
I really do. All right. Um, uh, that's enough basketball talk, at least for today. Florida game tomorrow. We'll get to that at some point later in the week, I'm sure. But um, let's talk about let's talk about some other stuff right after this. Daniel, we uh, we elicit a lot of responses from people in our lives. Is that true or false? We make people feel the feelings, Clint, and that's yeah. how you know it's working. That's it how is. you know. That's how you know that the sauce has been percolating. It's uh-huh. been simmering, uh-huh. and you know that it's doing its job when people feel the feelings. Oh, about they got you. they got some feels. Uh, now, again, besides the feels of my communist ties, which are undoubtedly now just snowballing out of control and the conspiracy theories are abound. I can't stop that train from going. So I've seen I've seen I've seen several things linking you directly to the coronavirus class. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Correct. I just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I took some I, time, I went over to Italy. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get at the Twitter fam. I know what I'm gonna do. I stalked the family in Fulton County uh-huh. going to going to Italy. Ran over really quick, got me some some small batch of coronavirus. <laughs> Is that <laughs> do they brew? Do they do they concocting it's, it in batches now? Is that they are? They are. It was batch okay. number four eighty A, and uh, sprinkled that on the dusting of some pasta for the for the family in Atlanta. I said, get on back there and uh, and take that back to Georgia. Twitter family, have at it. No, this is, um, this is really gone off the rails. For we're, we're just, yeah. Well, making light of the coronavirus for it for really is. We're trying time. to. Hey, if right. you can't laugh, you're going to die. Um, well, hey, also maybe not a great thing to say when we're talking about the coronavirus. You're you're going to die. You know, <laughs> I, I know. Stop. Just come right. with me now, Daniel. Okay. We're back. Hey, we got a couple things on Twitter that people wanted to clean up. One of that is uh, Brian thought we were absolutely nuts, and he used we uh, delicately. Again, Brian, it was. Mm-hmm. It was my take. My t- Daniel no. was nowhere with me yeah. on the top five Ryan. offensive take. Okay, Ryan, don't listen. Don't I, I get associated with Clint enough? Again, we've, we've said gone this over this before. Yeah. We've gone over this before. I don't. I just I don't need to be associated all the time with him. But <laughs> Clint does Daniel, think that this offense da- next year is going to be a I top do. five Big Twelve, top five in the nation. I think Absolute top five in the nation, fun and yards per game. Yes, pitching it around the old ball yard uh, type of offense. Clint, I think this are you offense r- is going to be up and running. So, so Brian came back and said, "Just absolutely not. It's lunacy." I, I'm doubling down. You're going to back more. down? Oh no! Oh no! No, I'm doubling oh, no. down more. Give, Look, it to, I think, give it to us. I think this offense, once it gets clicking, once Monken gets in, we... Look, guys, we have a, a offensive quality control that could be OC at lots of different colleges. Okay? We have Jamie Newman, the highest rated coming back quarterback in the SEC. We have good golly gobs of talent around him at wide receiver. Okay? Just all the talent you can ask for. Quite a bit of talent. This is a recipe I've seen work historically. It's a recipe I believe will work. And I, Kirby's not playing. He, look, as much as the defense has progressed, okay, so think of the defense that we had. Think of the heights that it went to mm-hmm. under Kirby's leadership. Kirby realizes he needed somebody like him, but offensively. Okay? Now, not the same intensity. It's like a more of a cold smolder with Munkin. Uh, sure. But he's got that guy, he's got the talent, and it's going to be, I'm doubling down, top five 
offense next year. I know, Brian, it's crazy, but I'm, I'm there. I, I still am not there. I, I predict that Georgia will have that that Georgia could have the second best statistical offense in the SEC next year. Could, okay. yeah. But that is our ceiling, and 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 that would only that- put us. I mean, I'm saying. But I'm I'm not saying that that would be a top five offense. I still no. think, I still think, twelve is the absolute ceiling for Ooh. this offense. And is this offense better or worse than two years ago's offense? This offense is. This offense is better. Than okay. two years ago's offense. Okay. Two years ago, we were 14th in the nation in total offense. 14th. Two years ago. Jake well, Fromm. There you go. I said I we mean, could get to 12. Well, so that's better. That's sure. Sure. Wow, what a hot take. Come with Seville reeling and back down on this one. Um, Daniel, secondly, on the defensive side, people really like your take that the defense is going to regress a little bit. What games on the schedule will most likely hurt us statistically from the defensive end that's going to make us come down off of our number one ranking last year to less than that this year? I think the Alabama game, obviously, is mm-hmm. is is the first and foremost. But we said it before, Alabama has got nothing but restocked talent. I know they've lost a first-round draft pick at quarterback. They have potentially another first-round draft pick that they're going to trot out there at quarterback. Um the offensive system is going to continue at its pace. Those wide receivers are still there. They've still got freaks on the offensive line. Um, Alabama's going to score. We're not getting into game previews here, but no. Alabama's going to score, uh, I don't know, 21 is a minimum. Oh, yeah. 24, This is, look, this is, not, this is not Iron Bowl type things, people. Okay? They're going to be in yeah. the 20s, guaranteed. And then I think, you know, you look at, obviously, I think Florida is probably going to have a, a fairly competent offense. Sure. Um, and then I think it's more, it's less like some outliers skewing the numbers defensively. And more, I think, each team that we play with with a few exceptions, obviously, has the potential to be a little bit better offensively than they were last year mm-hmm. and therefore score a few more points than they did last year. Tennessee uh, being a great example of that. Do I think that Tennessee is uh, going to contend for the SEC East this year? No, I do not. But um, what was the score of the UJ-Tennessee game last year? I don't even know. Thirty-five. It was 43 to fourteen. Do Mm. I think Tennessee is going to score more than fourteen points against us this year? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Listen, I I don't. You might have trouble with that take, but I just think I think they are. I think Tennessee is is a better team than they were last year. And, um, yeah, do I think Kentucky is going to score more than zero against us this year? Ah, uh, sure. A- absolutely, I do. 
Um, do I think Auburn is going to be able to put points on the board against us this year? Bo Nix in his second year has to be better than Bo Nix in his first year. Even though the even though the game is uh, in Athens, I still. Yeah, I still suspect that there's going to be points scored in that game as well. So I, I think I think it's less about the outliers, as I said, and more about mm-hmm. just a consistent. Um, this defense is just going to give up some points this year, and and I'm okay with it as long as yeah. the offense is doing their part and churning out uh, big plays and scoring drives and converting touchdowns and, and such and such. They will be. Don't worry. It'll. It'll happen, Daniel. And yes, to your point, the SEC as a whole, which is crazy to think about because the SEC is always good, but the SEC is getting better and more competitive next year all around. The Seems that way. And the lower tier teams are starting to rise up to new levels. Uh, hey, that does it for today. We'll be back tomorrow with a couple more things. We're going to be looking at uh, maybe a spring game for football. we got practice starting this month. You heard that correctly. This mm. month spring Mm. practice in full effect it's good Uh, it's gonna be so good okay we might talk about some combine stuff some other dogs that have been at uga once a dog always a dog uh and then tiffany gosh tiffany Tiffany. back at it she doesn't sleep daniel you know what she she doesn't sleep i'm gonna say they don't sleep tiffany tiffany better fan than you and i are because right now i'm giving her that crown she is killing it on the videos we'll talk about her when we come back we'll be back tomorrow talk about all these things see you guys in see you